Hey, fellow tennis nerds, I'm talking to Henrik Wallenstein. He's playing the Swedish championship. He's going to play a doubles match in a few hours. Uh, so that's quite interesting. But he joins me to talk about the new Bubble Up Pure Aero from his car. So I'm very thankful to Henrik. He's been testing this racket as well, and he got it before me. And he's a Pure Aero fan in and an Aero Pro Drive fan, which is what it was called before. Uh, so Henrik, what, what were your first impressions with the new Pure Aero 2023? The first impression is, of course, the string pattern. We talked in a, a podcast, you and me, about a year ago when we tried the, the Nadal edition Pure Aero. And we said that uh, hopefully they will make the next Pure Aero with a tighter, more dense string pattern. And that's exactly what they have done now. The mold is, I would say, the same as the regular Pure Aeros or actually the older Pure uh, Aero Pro drives but they have tightened the string pattern. So I compared it with my old um, 2012 AeroPro Drive GT, and the string pattern is 99.5% uh, the same, the same tightness in the string pattern. Also the same string pattern as the older Pure Drives had. So um, that is the first that comes to mind. And I, I mean, the design is also really successful. It's a light camouflage pattern um, it's like the the pure aero vs with um, some small updates so i really like the first impression is really really good it's like this racket i want to have that's the first impression of the frame yeah i, I agree i think some angles it can look a li little bit toy-like but overall it looks really cool and i think it's it's a step in the right direction i think the banana was a bit too much banana uh, although you see that everywhere on the court so there is something good about that one and I think that they've listened to the feedback from a lot of players to, to tighten up the string pattern, make it a bit more control oriented. Uh, because the other, the arrow, which was nice, pretty comfortable for an arrow, that one was the 2019. Uh, it did break strings quite quickly and the tension went because it was quite a lot of string movement thanks to the, the spin grommets and then a more open pattern. So it was a little bit more difficult to control it. And I think a lot of players who like the older arrow pro drives which are, you know, quite many fans. And that's where it kind of it all started. I think they will be very happy to see this change. And I, I think Babla listened to the to the players and the fans of this this line. So that's pretty cool. What strings did you try in this one? Uh, the first string I tried was the old trusted RPM Blast 130, um, a little bit thicker string. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've been using that string in the Aero Pro racket for six, seven years in the past. So it's nothing new. Then I restrung it with um, Solinco Torbite 125, a little stiffer compared to the RPM Blast. And uh, I must say, I, I think in this racket, the RPM Blast was better a better fit. And the, the Torbite was made the racket actually pretty stiff. The racket is it is a stiff frame. I mean, it's uh, the RA is presumably somewhere around 70 ish. And um, yeah, it's a stiff frame. And with the, 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 the stiff um, Solinco Torbite, it, it felt very harsh. Uh, it felt better with the RPM Blast, even if the, that string is also a bit thicker. So that might um, have something to do with it. But uh, yeah, that's the two strings I've tried in this racket. And um, the softer you can go in this frame, both tension-wise and string-wise is better. I would not put in like a, multi-filament for my type of game but um, I think I will try it in a hybrid 
like uh, it's a speed control and uh, polyamine or something like that and see how it plays but not too stiff string and not too high tension because the control is pretty good in this frame it's a lot more control compared to the pure arrow it's a big big difference yeah i think that's that's a good point i think you see that a lot of the comfort in in some modern frames like the clash the 2019 uh, pure air which i felt was relatively comfortable i mean the arrow and the pure drive are stiff rackets that give you a lot of power and a lot of you know energy return so i think uh, you've got to you know expect that if you have arm issues those were not the frames i would uh, i would recommend personally and i know a lot of players that can develop arm issues if they use a very stiff string so i think your recommendation is good like try to go for a softer string setup where and if you use a more controlled string, drop the tension a bit. So you're not up there in the, you know, 55 pounds or 25 kilos, go down to 20 kilos, you know, something like that, 45 pounds. Try if you can control the frame with that lower tension. I think you'll, your arm will, your arm will thank you for it because it is a pretty stiff frame, good power level, like hits big serves, no issue in generating any pace on the ball. I think good spin potential. I don't think spin potential is any worse. Uh, then the previous version, well, what did you think of the spin? Previous version, I mean, with the open string pattern, um, it could be some issues because it was so much more power in that version that some players tended to um, not hit as hard uh, because they were afraid that the ball was sailing long and didn't have that control. So people tended to step off the gas with that frame and didn't really trust the frame for full power. Uh, I mean, it's maybe uh, strange thing to say when players like Botic van den Sandskulp is using that frame and the regular pure aero version with the open string pattern and he hits pretty hard so I mean but for this is talking about amateur players uh, it, the, the open string pattern was too open so you had trouble trusting the frame completely and that's why people was not maybe stepping on the gas in this frame you can step on the gas a bit more. You can go for your shots because um, it, the control is actually, it, it's much better with the tighter string pattern. And also since the string pattern is tighter, I mean, it's still a 60-19, but it's tighter. And that also makes this, the string bed feel stiffer. So if you string like a pure arrow and the new pure arrow, same string, same tension, I would presume that uh, the, the string bed stiffness would be higher in the new version because it's tighter string pattern, so it will feel stiffer. I would say that people should, when they are trying this frame the first time, if they are used to like 23, 24 kilos in the old version, go down to 20, 19, 20 kilos. That's no problem because it's such a big boost in control compared to the old version. I think that's a good recommendation. I think it's also a good point in general to say that the, the string the string bed stiffness is a key factor because a lot of players if they you know they can pick up a, a 60 or a uh, prestige and they feel like it's stiff because it's a tight string bed like an 18 20 95 or, or 98 square inch and that that is creating a, a stiffer string bed because the obviously there's not a lot of movement going on when you have a really really tight string bed with small holes so when you have a, a bigger head size, uh, your more open pattern, that's going to create a lot more room for the strings to move and it's going to feel less stiff. But obviously the, the issue is there is the control. So uh, keep in mind that if you increase the, the string bed tightness like they did with this version, that will also increase the stiffness of the frame. So reducing the tension is, is definitely recommended and something I'm going to try try next here and see if, if how it performs. Uh, because I also tried RPM Blast 
medium stiff tension around 24 kilos, uh, which is 53 pounds. And it did feel a little bit stiff. I don't feel like the dampening is, is enough really in that kind of tension. But if I drop tension, I think uh, I would, would perform better, still give me good control and, um, and, and be able to, uh, to get good power as well. So we'll, we'll see. But, but strings are very important in all rackets. And when you test rackets, you need to understand what the string does in, in terms of the playability and the stiffness uh, you know, and the feel of the frame. Another thing that you can think of, uh, think about when you're trying a stiffer racket and you know that you have some elbow arm issues is that go for a one grip size smaller. Let's say I have grip size three, uh, I've got the grip size two, and then I'm using two overgrips instead. The Djokovic style also uses two overgrips with uh, the first one with no overlap, and then one more overgrip on top on that overgrip because that in my opinion that is creating less vibrations it feels like uh, you put on an extra vibration dampener on the handle and it uh, makes less vibrations reach your elbow that's what i feel and i feel very comfortable using two overgrips and having one grip size smaller i do it in every frame now if it's a a thicker frame with a stiffer flex i guess you use synthetic grip as a base grip right Yes, every time. I try to use um, leather grip, but um, the first time I was using it was with just one overgrip, um, but it, it just feels too hard and I get blisters. Uh, must be a sensitive boy. So I use a synthetic grip. I normally use in every racket like the Head um, Hydrosorb Pro. I think it's very easy to wrap and uh, it gets a good feel and it lasts pretty long. So even if I have overgrip on top of that, I, I really like that grip. So I'm using it in most most of the rackets or the Babala Syntec Pro it's also a good grip so and in this um, Purero it was the Syntec Pro so it was no need to replace that one I mean there's many ways you can approach uh, a racket like and your, your suggestion is good you can even let's say you want to add weight in the handle and you don't want to open up the butt cap or inject silicone or whatever you can always go for one uh, grip size smaller than usual and add like a, a heat shrink sleeve uh, which will add 15 grams or so, and then you get back to your current grip size and with extra weight in the handle. So there are a lot of like small tricks you can do to get the frame to play the way you want. And I think that the grip you use, meaning the if it's like a hydrosorb or if it's something else, synthetic, leather, uh, it's important because that's, that's where you hold the racket. You need to be 100% comfortable. You need to be able to find your grips. If it's too rounded, you might not be able to find the proper backhand, forehand grip and so on. And if it's too harsh, you might develop blisters, you might get wrist or arm pain. So the, the grip makes a big difference, I, I think. But I, I agree. I also think the Syntec Pro is, is a solid grip. And, and the racket felt, uh, you know, pretty comfortable to grip and to play. I just would put a, a little bit of a warning sign on all the arrows and drives for the, for the stiffness. It's not a comfortable frame, but you can definitely make it more comfortable. And some players, they have no arm issues at all. Uh, it's just a little bit of, a, of something to think about. If you have a tendency or if you're worried about this stuff, uh, you need to adjust a little bit your setup to make sure it plays well. So you're, you're happy with the look, you're happy with the playability, and it kind of is a throwback to, to the older AeroPro drives. You were a big fan of, of uh, one of the older versions, right? Yeah, I tried the... I've been playing with the AeroPro since they was first launched in back, I think, 2005. Um, the best version, in, in my opinion, was the white, black, yellow, 
GT version from I think around 2000, 2010, 11 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. I really, really like that. And I still actually have like three, four of those rackets in very bad condition. So I've painted them all black now, but I still have them and take them out for spin once in a while. And they are one of the best rackets. That frame is a little bit more dampened feel compared to the new version. I would say the difference in, in flex is maybe three, four points or something. Okay, it could be that they are very worn out now and used, but they feel a bit uh, softer uh, even when they are new. But it's a throwback to that frame. I mean, if let's say I play a match and I break a string with the old GT version, I could take out this new version and play without even really noticing any major difference. So it's in a blind test, it would be pretty difficult to spot the difference actually. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's a clear throwback to that one. And they did add some some technologies. I think with technologies, it's it's hard to put too much attention to them uh, because it's it's all about really how the racket plays and how it feels when you play with it. So you can't really read too much into to what is usually kind of marketing jargon. Uh, but I, in my opinion, as well, it also feels very much uh, like going back to those extremely successful models. Uh, from from the past where where their pro drive become you know very popular i mean rafa still uses the the first edition i guess which also has a much tighter string pattern so it's it all goes back to that the heritage of the arrow uh, which i assume is is bablat's bestseller these days I, I think it's even more popular than the pure drive but i don't know these numbers but it's definitely the racket if i'm traveling around in spain for example i, I see that everywhere you know uh, maybe it's the rafa effect ov- overall but but it's it's really everywhere <laughs> on every court there's a few arrows right so they they've done a good job with with marketing and and getting that frame out to uh, to players worldwide yeah it will be very interesting to see how uh, the players that maybe didn't use the um, aero pro rackets that instead used the pure aero as the first racket with the open 2016 string pattern to see how they react now when they are going back to a denser string pattern again. Uh, maybe they are looking for uh, old stock of the pure arrow. And um, yeah, we'll see what's happening. It will be interesting to see um, the reaction of the pure arrow fans, uh, if they like the open string pattern or if they more appreciate this uh, tighter string pattern. It will be really interesting to see. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, what what um, specifications did you measure your um, frame at? Do you remember those? Or? It was pretty much on specification. I think it was the weight was plus minus one gram from 300. The balance was, I think, around 32 centimeters. I don't remember the swing weight, but I did add some um, lead at three and nine to beef up the swing weight a bit. I think it was around 318 or three. 320 on uh, strung with the rpm blast 130 and i think i add about four grams at three and nine so the swing weight was up to around like 330 ish something like that and it felt a bit more st- solid i i would say that it played better with the 330 swing weight compared to the 320 swing weight it was a little bit too light without any lead but i mean it could be factory differences from one frame to another so it's, it's just a small thing that I did, so it doesn't really mean anything. Some prefer lighter frames, some prefer heavier frame. I like the swing weight around 330, so for my game, it suited me better. Uh, some guys or girls maybe want some lighter frame and they don't want any lead. So the, the specification from factory was good. It was easy to customize also. 
Yeah, no, I think my weight and balance was good. Uh, the swing weight was a bit low on mine, like 307. And I checked our chat actually and found it was 316.8 before you customized it for you. So that's that's a good swing weight for uh, this type of frame because you have room to add some weight. But it's uh, I think around 315 is, is a very decent swing weight for kind of club players who want to use this type of frame. So, um, But for more advanced players, yes, you need to beef it up a bit generally i would say yeah. what do you think of the bag you're a big bag fan and uh, you yeah. got a bag with this one as well yeah i love the bag i mean i in my world i think babala makes the best uh, bags right now they are big uh, roomy you some brands uh, are making strange shapes to the bag so you don't fit any rackets or missing a lot of pockets but um, this babala bag ticks all the boxes I, I would not change one single thing on this bag it has uh, three big compartments uh, of course the biggest is middle compartment and then two racket compartments I think it was uh, heat protected as well in both compartments and then they have two big accessory accessory pockets on the sides and they have shoe bag and uh, really good grab handles and the carrying system and uh, um yeah it's it's just perfect and it holds even if you have like a can of soda in it and no rackets it keeps the shape really well as well so it's for me babala makes the without any competition right now best bags some say that technifiber is also making good bags but they are not keeping the shape up as uh, as the babala bags does um so it the bag is really successful and it's the design is really cool it's the same type of camouflage pattern as the um, the racket and it looks really cool uh, really really good design and um, i've been using it uh, quite a lot over the summer and it shows no signs of wear whatsoever uh, so it's a really successful bag in my opinion really really 10 out of 10 yeah their bags are, are, are good i, I think uh, some people are, are not happy with carrying big logos i mean other players like to if they play with a the racket they want the logo to match the racket to so so they look more like pros i think that's pretty cool for some people uh, but then some players i mean bubble are pretty uh, big on logos so their logos everywhere but the bag looks amazing like it's a really nice bag i don't have it but i've seen your pictures and it definitely looks like a super solid bag and uh, i also like the bigger bags i rather carry a bigger bag because i have a lot of stuff always with me than to to try to adjust the, the packing and everything to, to squeeze in, you know, uh, the, the stuff I need. Because, I mean, tennis, you need to bring a lot of stuff to the court. And sometimes I bring two pairs of shoes and stuff like that. So it makes a lot of sense. So I know you're going to play a match. I don't want to take up all your time, but this is interesting to discuss the new Pure Arrow. Uh, I am sure it's going to be a smash hit for Babola, uh, but will be interesting to get some more feedback from other players as well and uh, to hear what they think about the, the new racket. And I'm sure we will see it everywhere on the on the courts as soon as it's released. Uh, there might also be an Arrow 98, as far as I understood. Have you heard anything about that one or have you seen it? No, I've not seen it, but uh, they say that it will be, um, I think, the Pure Arrow VS. And the pure drive VS will no longer exist from what I've understand from the different forums. And they will instead just make like pure aero 98, pure drive 98, and no more VS. And I think the design will be like the, the regular 100 uh, pure aero. Uh, and the specification of the rackets will be like the current pure aero VS. So I, I think it will like be the pure aero VS, but in with a new name. 
They have dropped the VS and instead opted for 98. That is a racket. I mean, I know a lot of competition players. I mean, competition on ATP level. And everyone is asking about that racket, about the, the Pure Aero VS. Uh, everyone is raving about it when they are trying it. Um, I mean, the hype from Carlos Alcaraz and Holger Rune, they really like it. Um, they, I mean, they, they really, really praise it. It's a really good racket. And I think that could be among younger players. The 98 could actually be the smash hit for them. Uh, and then the 100 for us older guys. And that needs a little bit more help. So I think the 98 will be a contender among competition players for a lot of years to come. Yeah, I agree. I think also with a guy like Alcaraz and, and you mentioned Rune as well, it's, it's going to help sell more frames, but it's also a good one. I have uh, several friends that use it. Uh, I think it's sold out, the, the older VS version. They are also, I think, clever to change the naming because I, people don't really know what VS means. It's a heritage Thing for Babolat, but 98 makes a lot more sense in terms of sticking with what other brands talk about in terms of head sizes and, and being a bit more clear about what it is. And I'm sure it's going to do well. Uh, and obviously the paint job in, for that one will stay very similar, I'm, I'm sure. So they will look pretty much the same, but with uh, the different head size. Cool, man. Thanks, Henrik, a lot. Best of luck on your match and your singles tournament. Uh, you got a bye yesterday, I heard, but uh, you have a next match coming up. So We'll see how, how you do. I hope to um, to do more talk about, about tennis tournaments also for us seniors because uh, I also want to play some and I'm, I'm happy that you are playing quite a bit when you can and the ITF seniors and the, the Swedish championships and actual real tournaments for you know different age categories, 40, 45, 50 upwards. I think more players in, in our age and uh, older should play these tournaments because they partly we need more players to play, but it's also a great way to meet new people to compete and enjoy tennis in a more organized format. So I hope we can put some light on these um, these senior tournaments because they're they're quite exciting to play and a good way to improve your tennis. Yeah, they have actually just renamed it. It used to be called ITF Seniors, but now they are calling it ITF Masters tournaments or something like that. So they just changed the name and cool. uh, they are trying to make like a rebranding of it so they are gaining more senior players and making it more attractive for players around the world and i'm trying to get you to play the world championships in turkey in march next year so we'll see what happens yeah i'm, I'm definitely up for that i definitely want to play i think it's it would be fun for the the tennis nerd audience to to see how our tournament is played and run and managed so we can do some behind the scenes stuff there and actually also video maybe some of the matches uh, we play but it, it will be great fun and I think uh, more players need to play more tournaments just just hitting and, and practicing is, is fun too but when you're out in tournaments you're meeting new people you have some some nerves but it's also a, a big social moment and, and a great way to um, to meet fellow tennis nerds and to play proper matches which is the best training in tennis really you need to play matches to improve overall that's correct Okay, well, good luck on your match, and we keep in touch as always. Big thanks for your um, contribution here on the on the Pure Arrows. No problem.